Welcome to Sales Tech Stars Sales Tao podcast. This is where we feature news, tips and insights on B2B sales. Happy to have you here. Joining us in today's episode of the Sales Tao podcast is Brian Law, CMO at Zoominfo, a leader in model go-to-market software, data and intelligence. Brian, welcome to our podcast. It's great to have you here today. We're so excited to hear from you given your vast experience in the market. given what your observations have been and now as CMO at Zoom Info I'm sure there's so much that you have to share with the B2B tech audience in general so it's a conversation we are looking forward to and we're looking forward to having many more as well down the line but today before we dive in we'd love it if you can tell us a little bit about yourself more about your journey over the years and what exactly your role as CMO at Zoom Info is like thank you so much for having me really excited to be here in terms of my journey it- probably fairly atypical for a marketer. I actually have spent the majority of my career doing strategy and strategy consulting. So that's the background that I bring. Actually, very beginning it started on the people side, but most of the time it was around corporate strategy, helping companies grow, and a lot of times it included marketing strategy as, as a result of that. And then I pivoted from doing that as a consultant to internal strategy, so I was part of Google's central strategy team, and then at a company called Rackspace. and it was only really there that i shifted into marketing part of my role was serving as chief of staff to the ceo with the understanding that i would learn the business and find out opportunities for improvement for the company and then roll out into the business and so that was actually how i got into marketing and grew up on sort of the demand gen side of the house so brought sort of that strategy and sort of a deep analytics background into marketing trying to drive alignment between sales and marketing more clarity in terms of how marketing can actually contribute to revenue for the company and then expanded my role there and then moved to Tableau with a similar role responsible for marketing and also overall e-commerce and self-service became then a part of the broader Salesforce family when we were acquired and then I joined Zoominfo in July of last year as CMO and as part of that I drive our overall marketing organization so thinking about awareness at the top of the funnel all the way to generating demand and supporting customers and sort of all of the related marketing functions that you would expect We know that go to market when it comes to B2B marketing and driving marketing initiatives in this segment today ABM ABX go to market these are like fundamentals or not just passwords but turning out to be fundamentals for a majority of the team so while our focus was to try and get you to share more insights and best practices surrounding go to market we just like to take it a step further take a step back actually and have you talk a little bit about some of the core marketing strategies and processes you follow as a leader typically in a segment like ours so of course there's no right and wrong when it comes to B2B marketing it's about what you choose to use how you choose to use it how you choose to measure it how you choose to pull everything together and align different things like you said marketing sales everything else and put it out there and have a good strategy and build the business accordingly so we'd like to take a step back and before we dive into go to market which was supposed to be the theme of the conversation tell us a little bit about your marketing strategies as a marketing leader the ones that you often fall back on sure Yeah so a couple of maybe contextual comments and then I'll answer your question direct, directly. So at the end of the day I see sort of marketing's role is a key driver of company performance. And so there's ways that you can do that. One of them is sort of demand generation. The other one is really building and growing the brand which helps you over time. And then the third piece is how do you create sort of a uh, sort of an optimal customer experience a- across the life cycle. And so I think that's a really sort of core component to how I think about marketing and then in terms of doing that effectively I think it's paramount that you are working hand in hand with the sales organization with the customer experience or customer success organization 
to really have a coordinated approach towards marketing. And that goes from how do you think about what your key goals are? How do you measure against those goals? Uh, how do you actually execute in concert with your counterparts? And then associatedly, how do you then sort of measure and hold each other accountable? So that's sort of the way that I think about it. And then in terms of marketing go-to-market, I am a really big believer in this concept of mental availability. So if you're familiar with the Ehrenberg Bass Institute, they're the largest marketing research institute out there. And they say that the biggest way to drive growth is to understand when your customers are in buying situations, what are the thoughts, feelings, and emotions that they have? How do you then attach those to your brand so that when they are in buying situations, they in fact will purchase? And so that's a really, really key sort of framing component to how I think about marketing. And then trying to make sure that all of your messaging, all of your content ladders up into those concepts and that you're then consistently distinctive in terms of how you go to market. So that's how I would say are some of the like the marketing-esque elements that I think about go to market. Then I'm happy to dive into more broadly. How do I think about optimizing go to market? Absolutely. So in this segment today, when there's a whole chunk of P2B marketing leaders or teams who rely on an ABM approach, but there's also when you talk about ABM, there is honestly a lot of confusion or a lot of overlap in how teams choose to define these strategies or define how these functions perform with a lot of overlap between choosing an ABM process, but when you merge it with a go-to-market model as well, and you have a lot of confusion in terms of what you're actually doing. So there's still a lot of books, a lot of knowledge, a lot of articles, a lot of resources around go-to-market and what it should entail. There's still a lot of confusion, a lot of overlap between other strategies that are used. And not every team really knows how to define those border areas. So we'd love it if you can dive in a little bit over here. What are some of the frameworks, the fundamentals, the models that you think B2B tech teams should look at properly or look into to strengthen their overall frameworks? It's interesting because I spend a lot of my time talking to um, marketing leaders, to sales leaders. And one of the things that's always an interesting conversation point is ABM. Because I think if you ask marketers, what are they doing for ABM? I think they'll all, pretty much every marketing leader would be embarrassed to say, I'm not doing anything or I don't quite know what I'm doing. But at the same time, if you actually ask them how they measure the success, what meaningful, tangible value are they getting? I think you get about as many marketers who can't really articulate the value in a measurable way that they're getting from their ABM programs. And I think it speaks exactly to the pain point that you're, that you're getting to. One of the things that we found, we partner closely with Bain on this, so that they've done a lot of research and found that the across sales and marketing, the most effective way to sort of outpace your peers is this idea of develop, developing coordinated go-to-market plays. And so what is that? It's essentially, it's a coordinated ideally programmatic way to bring sales marketing operations together to run consistent motions over time that uh, achieve some form of, of outcome. So the best way to do that is through a combination of capabilities. One is data and insights. The second one is engagements coordinated across channels. And then the third one is trying to do those things in a programmatic, timely or real-time way. So that's sort of the way that I think about optimizing. So from a data perspective, Normally, companies have data in lots of different places. It's not connected. It's fragmented. Sales is looking at it one way. Marketing is looking at it one way. Maybe different parts of marketing are looking at it different ways. And so the first step is how do you get all your data in a consistent spot? So that's who are you thinking about at the company and the contact level? What are the insights that tell you what to do? And then how do you try and get those integrated with your systems so that they can actually trigger activities? So that's one piece. The second piece is around the engagement across channels. And I think many times as a marketer, I think that, well, my emails and my advertising, my website, I'm doing integrated campaigns, 
but many times they're not truly integrated in that they're moving at the same time. It's rather Sally's doing this thing and Bob's doing that thing and Jane's doing that thing. Uh, and then beyond that, you really need to make sure sales and marketing work together. And so Gartner actually recently released some research that found that some of the most effective ABM campaigns are the ones that are actually driven through sales. So marketing is helping with the identification of what to do, but then you're maybe driving it through your SDR. And so that coordination across channels is really, really key. And then the third piece is this idea of driving the automation and particularly in a real-time way. And Bain did some research last year with Google and they found that it's just under 90% of buyers in the B2B states have a day one list. And almost 90% of the time they choose from that day one list. And so the importance of being really real-time and, and immediately capturing intent is wildly valuable. And many times that requires automation, not only to get it in a real-time way, but also to scale and allow your broader organization to be effective. And so those are the three pillars that I think about. And one of them is essentially very core to most marketing processes today, whether it's ABM, whether it's go-to-market, anything, is aligning the data, aligning sales and marketing, using the right MarTech as well as sales tech systems. So this is something I think even some of the most seasoned teams are often faced with. You have your data in different places. You do not integrate it. That's one problem oftentimes. The other part of the issue is you may have all these data in different areas, but you don't really know what to share with your sales team. So, you know, you could have this entire huge network of subscribers. How do you filter it? Who do you share with the sales team? And then you might have these social media followers. How do you capitalize on that? How do you use this data more effectively? So these are two different areas using identifying the right tools not just that, then also optimizing it among the right teams and team members in terms of the campaigns, in terms of the reporting, in terms of the measurement, in terms of the dashboards that are being shared between the different leaders as well as the mid-level staff members. So what is your take on this in terms of, again, there are no right tools. You can A lean team can probably do a lot if they are very tech savvy with even a set of three, four systems. So there's no right and wrong, but there are always those best practices that someone can come up with and suggest to everyone. So what are some of yours? Yeah, I feel like every company that I've worked at, you come in as a marketing leader and there there are way more tools that have been purchased than are actually being used. And Ascend actually did a, a survey last year and found probably not surprisingly that the number one sort of point of frustration with technology and actually the number one reason people stop using MarTech or don't renew is because they're not integrated across tools. And so I think one probably the, the biggest thing to think through is what are you trying to achieve? What are the processes you need to do to achieve those? And then what technology supports that? And I would start there. But then the second piece is everyone was trying to get the coolest point solution. And I think everyone's realizing that it makes much more sense to take advantage of integrated systems. Uh, and so I think that's where the market's going. And you need to figure out what are those core technologies that support the processes that you're trying to do. But as I mentioned, I think it comes down to, do you have the right data? Are you able to ingest it into the different channels that you want to be able to execute against? And then are you able to try and automate those? And so one of the things, and one of the reasons I joined ZoomInfo is that it actually allows you to do all of those things through one platform. And so that it's really exciting whether you're a sales and marketer, something that we take advantage of. But then I think beyond that, you need to figure out what are the core components you need. And normally you need some way to house all your data in one place, some way to orchestrate across uh, your broader channels, some way to do analytics across those. And so like came from Tableau, I'm a huge believer in, in Tableau as an analytics platform and then some way to effectively execute across all of your different media channels. So again, that's something that ZoomInfo does, but you can also do it elsewhere. But those would be the key components. And I think which particular technology somewhat depends on what are your objectives, what are the processes you're trying to achieve, but strong recommendations to try and integrate as much as possible through one platform. 
Otherwise, it's just impossible to get the value that you think you can realize by a lot of point solutions. Absolutely. And while we're discussing this, there's this other integral part to also talk about, which is the way teams need to be structured so that you have everyone in marketing and sales using a set of common systems, for example, or you define a process wherein they can share information more seamlessly. But a lot of teams also face this challenge when it comes to understanding how all of this is working. And it's very interesting to talk about how seasoned marketers are therefore looking into these lags and coming up with dedicated positions, dedicated roles to sort of have either an ops profile or someone who works closely with someone like a CMO or, you know, maybe like a set of managers looking at different functions to sort of remove this information, to extract these analytics and to align teams in a more seamless manner. So the next area we'd like you to dive into and talk about a little bit more is how do you see the future of B2B marketing as well as MarTech sales tech in general as ecosystem? How do you feel all of this is set to shape up, including the way teams are going to be structured, given what we've been talking about? So roles will change. The way teams decide to use systems will change. ABM models, go-to-market models will change. AI is going to impact a lot of how marketers choose to do what they plan to do. So how do you see this whole industry as well as a typical B2B marketing hierarchy shift given all of this? That's a fascinating question. A few thoughts. Data is and will continue to be more important within marketing and go-to-market overall. I think technology will play a larger role, and I many times think about it as a sort of a marketing or a go-to-market machine that's being created with a combination of those two things. And then sort of the associated skill sets that are, what whether you call it like marketing ops, sales ops, go-to-market rev ops, those types of people who understand how you bring and leverage data across leveraging tools to get them out across channels to be more and more important. So something we talk a lot about is this idea of a sort of a rev ops team or a go-to-market ops team that actually spans sales and marketing that helps bring them together, both in terms of like analytics and reporting, but also in terms of facilitating the glue across the teams. I think it's going to be really, really key. Both Gartner and Forrester and Q4 put out uh, some research. It was sort of in the realm of like 20 to 25% of demand gen teams they believe would sit in sales by the end of this year. And it wasn't so much because they were advocating for it, but because there's just this lack of alignment between sales and marketing, that if marketing doesn't do a better job aligning with sales, they're going to find themselves getting the key parts of their team pulled into the sales domain. And then just another way to highlight that, uh, the Wall Street Journal is now, I think, beginning of the year, was talking about CMOs that are coming into the role and the fact that more and more demand gen is the key requirement to become a CMO. So brand is still important, product marketing is still important, but that understanding of business, driving revenue, knowing the data and performance is going to be key. And so I think those competency sets will be just more, more paramount and more important across the marketing organization. So I'd say data more important, tech definitely more important, key elements that bring the two teams together, which I think go-to-market RevOps are, are sort of a key way to do that. And then just an overall expectation that marketing is much more business savvy than it has been in the past is it, just going to be the sort of town tantamount. And then to your question of MarTech sales tech, what we're seeing, I mean, certainly like our platform is a go-to-market platform that spans sales and marketing. I think that's where the market's going to move because this idea of, is it a marketing channel? Is it a sales channel? It doesn't matter. You're talking to customers and you need to have one integrated voice. And that's how you're going to maximize your success and maximize the customer experience. 
Brian, I think this has been a very interesting conversation. That's all we have time for in today's episode. Thank you so much for participating. We wish you and the team at Zoom for all the very best until the next conversation. Take care. Awesome. Thanks so much.